Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weatherpeak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What's up, party people? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight fire for Tuesday, June 15th. Another fun night in the NBA. And I, and I, listen, I really want to open the podcast talking about soccer. Rob G will kneecap me if I attempt that. But I'm just telling you folks right now, Copa America underway. Messi on Monday. Uh, Euro 2020 was off the hook on Monday. I mean, I'm, I'm gripped by these soccer games. And I had a buddy text me. On Monday, hey, does anybody want to get together for, it's like France versus England at noon or something crazy, some 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 game in Euro 2020. And I'm like, you know what? I think I can make time for that. And I'm, I'm way into the soccer of summer. Yes, I just bought into a soccer team. That kind of factors in. But this is straight fire. I don't have too many fire takes about the group stage in uh, Copa America or Euro 2020. That being said, I have some fire NBA takes. Now, listen. I had pondered, Rob G and I, you guys know the drill. We, we swap a bunch of texts. What's the best take? You know, what stories am I missing? And this Dallas Luca thing we're going to get to. But we've been hammering Luca lately probably too much for a 22-year-old who has yet to win a playoff series. And this situation is percolating between a former gambler and Luka Doncic, allegedly, according to a report. But we'll get to that. I just, I just have to open up because 
I, you know, we kind of glossed over Hawk Sixers after Philly took the series by the throat after choking away, uh, you know, the the first game. They were getting destroyed for a half. They storm back and then gag it away at the end and end up losing. Since then, they own the next two games. And that looked to be the case in game four, right? They were going to put away the Hawks, the pesky little Hawks. They were up, I believe, 14. Uh, at one point, it was something like 13 at halftime. And what the hell happened to Joel Embiid? I don't know if he's injured. I don't know if he went out, you know, Sunday fun day in uh, Buckhead or hitting the Atlanta clubs. Maybe, you know, Lou Will's guys in Atlanta. And the ATL hooked him up with some wings, uh, some something. Because Joel Embiid had probably the worst playoff game I've ever seen him play. He was atrocious. Four for 20 shooting. He was 0 for 12 in the second half. And primarily because he could do nothing, the Hawks were able to storm back and win. And folks, there was a moment where Joel Embiid, you know, thought he got fouled. And of course, there was no foul because Embiid, all he does is whine, cry. I mean, there was a moment... um, where the ref was like, basically, stop giving me garbage. And the and the fans are yelling at Embiid, and he looks at him, and he just says, shut the F up. I mean, it's very clear. Um, it was all over Instagram. I know you guys aren't all over Instagram, but whatever. Um, and, and then Embiid later, lobbying for a foul call inside, doesn't get it, and he stays down, and he's grabbing his knee. And I'm like, is this guy ever going to be healthy? Because anytime Embiid goes down, it's similar to Anthony Davis, right? At this point, Anthony Davis, you talk to any Laker fan, Anthony Davis looks, he's starting to, you know, the glass man. You know, he, he's very fragile, and every time he goes down, it's like, oh, geez, we lost AD for a week. Even if he just falls down and then he goes to the free throw line, there's concern. Well, and beat grabs his knee, and I'm telling you guys, he looked gassed in the second half, settling for a bunch of bad threes. And it, listen, I have defended Ben Simmons ad nauseum, okay? I've taken heat for it, and I get that, but... A, Ben Simmons was not on the floor when the Sixers had a chance to tie the game and send it to overtime. They had to pull him because maybe the Hawks would foul instantly. Ben Simmons, not really an offensive option. They're running everything through Embiid in the last like three minutes of a close game, and Embiid just didn't want any of the Clint Capella smoke. (laughs) Yeah, it went there. Inside. And he settled for bad shots and couldn't get to the line late, and they lose the game. And listen, I don't know that there's a strong case, Rob, that the Hawks can win this series. But 76ers also already lost Danny Green. The kid, uh, Korkmaz, came in the, off the bench, and they have him firing late in the game, which was surprising. But, Rob, this team, outside of Embiid, just is not that impressive. And I've defended Ben Simmons forever. Rob, my takeaway was, geez, if Embiid is not 100%, the Hawks can steal this sucker. Remember, Trey Young, who got a tech, the refs are sick of his stuff too. Refs are uh, letting him play, but not letting him talk. Um, Trey Young was 8 for 26. He had 25 points on 26 shots. He did have 18 assists. Um, Trey Young's a fun player to watch. But I'm just saying the Hawks missed 28 threes. Okay? 30% from deep, shot 36% from the field, and still got the win. If Embiid is not 100%, just keep an eye on the Hawks. I don't think this is as much of a wrap as I thought it was uh, you know, 36 hours ago. Rob, are you in agreement? The Sixers, they got some trouble. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I mean, um, when we were talking 
off the air last week we were talking about this series and even though Joel Embiid was getting like 40 plus in each of the first two games I told you then like he doesn't look like he's moving very well I know that he's scoring well but defensively he didn't look the way that he had looked throughout the most of the season and you saw last night I think was the first time that we all saw that it affected him on the offensive end too because I mean I know you like to say that he settled for jumpers in that second half I'm looking at the shot chart here and and Six of his 12 attempts, or excuse me, five of, her, of his 12 attempts were inside the dotted line of the paint. Including so, the missed layup, right? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you he, know, that, he, that was a bad brick. He, he wasn't, like, settling in the way that I think you might suggest or the way it came off initially. But, like, to your point, if Joel Embiid is not Joel Embiid, like the guy that we know, the guy who's going to dominate inside against damn near anybody in the NBA, this Sixers offense is just ugly i mean and it's, it's not it, like yeah rob remember uh doc rivers is known for blowing leads okay he's blown <laughs> three three one leads no other coach in nba history's done that ever okay proceed sorry no i mean just to your point about ben simmons i mean at some point i mean i know i know that their offense is a little bit clunky because of the mb clogging the paint issue but at some point you'd expect him to take even an incremental step forward offensively he is a complete liability offensively. Mm. I, I feel I, you know, it hurts to hear that. Um, I, I, it just feels like Embiid is so much the guy. Like if Sim, okay, let's just hypothetically, you put Ben Simmons on the Orlando Magic, and he's the number one guy. And if you build around him, I could argue the ceiling is higher with Ben Simmons as your number one than it is with Embiid primarily because of the Embiid injury history. And I don't know that that's going to be a popular take in Philly, but I, I just want to remind you, Rob, Joel Embiid free throw attempts first three games of this series. He was 14 of 15 in game one. He was 12 of 16 in game two. He was 12 of 16 in game three. And in game four, when I said he settled, he was eight of eight. Like, I, at some point, like, Dude, you're seven, what is he, seven one, seven two? Like, Clint Capella is capable, but, bro, he's fouling you every time. Get inside, get to the line, get the free points. He's a good, really good free throw shooter. I, I was just disappointed in Embiid. I don't know if he took them soft or he's hurt or he was out late, but something's up with Joel Embiid, or something was in game four. Yeah, and I would not be surprised if you saw, maybe not four for 20 again, but if you saw an eight for 19, seven for... 16, you know, which is not terrible, but it's definitely not Embiid level standards the rest of the way. I mean, he doesn't look like he's moving with the same ferocity that we saw throughout the regular season mm. and even in uh, round one. Nice usage of nice usage of ferocity. Okay, Thank fine. Uh, maybe Ben Simmons to Orlando was a little bit of a stretch, but like if you put him on Cleveland and, you know, I don't want to wish Ben Simmons to Cleveland, don't want to wish anybody to Cleveland, shout out to our Ohio listeners. Um, it, I think it's just so much easier to build around him with shooting. And then you have him guard their five. And guess what? Their five then has to come out and guard Ben, and you run the offense through him with the pick and roll. Sure, they're going to go under everything, but Ben Simmons is good. Even if he's setting screens as your point guard, like he's a great passer, incredible vision. I just, I'm irrationally high on him because I really do see an element of Magic Johnson. And obviously, Magic was a good free throw shooter. Um, ben Simmons is not. And I, I'm sure you saw the uh, the video floating around Twitter, Rob, on Monday, where Ben Simmons was warming up from like 
I don't know, <laughs> oh, six yeah. feet away. Yeah. And he keeps trying to bank it in from like, not the dunker spot, but like maybe the second free, you know, where guys are standing on the free throw line. He's taking like eight attempts from that spot and he misses all of them and finally hits one and then he gets like a Bronx cheer. Like, all right, Ben, yeah, let's go. And then he proceeds to miss like two more. I mean, just, it's a bit of a cluster for Ben. Yeah, that that may have been my favorite pregame hype video of all time. I mean, you can have your Steph Curry shooting it from half court. Uh, Russell Westbrook shoots it from the tunnel. But give me Ben Simmons from seven feet away and watch him try to bank in 10 times. And if he makes two, you're happy. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, so we did a little bit on Hawks. Obviously, tonight, 
Um, let's quickly touch. I'll oh, we'll save it for the end. Kyrie and his injury. He will not play tonight. All the sads for Brooklyn. You know, five days ago, Brooklyn was going to waltz to the title. <laughs> this is simply, this is just like the friggin' Lakers, guys. You know, if they go up 2-1, Anthony Davis is healthy. We got this on lock. And Anthony Davis goes down and the Suns win three straight. Again, not going to surprise me. But we'll get to that in a minute. I, I need to talk about this Dallas Mavericks story. Um, I think it was the maybe the first email I got on Monday morning. Or that I saw. But I, I'm going to read you exactly what Rob wrote. Luca, the next guy to sign the max and force a trade two years later. And I was like, ooh, that's a spicy, you know, 7 a.m. take from Rob G. Well, I don't know what he's doing up that early. And I read this story in The Athletic inside the Mavericks front office. Mark Cuban's shadow GM is causing a rift with Luka Doncic. I, I've had this take, not necessarily on this, but it, it's, you know, when you zoom out, I, I have this idea right now. When you look around society, the, the the carnival barkers sadly are winning, okay? The guys who shout the loudest, say the dumbest stuff, they're the ones who are excelling. Whether it's um, Elon Musk and Tesla, whether it is, um, uh, what's his face? Um, the other guy who, uh, a ch- I just read a long story about him. Chamath, I'm not going to try to say his name. He's like a venture investor. He was one of the first Facebook employees. He's made millions of dollars. He's pushing SPACs. I don't want to get too business on you. But these guys are out here. He's touting uh, GameStop and all this stuff. And, and these guys are basically front men just screaming about stuff. And they're yelling and hyping stuff basically makes them, oh, they're smart. They're popular. That, that's really sadly what's happening. Go look at social media. The guys who yell the loudest, dumbest shit are the ones who are getting ahead and successful. That's never been really been my MO. It just hasn't been. I, I, I'm not that guy. I will talk sports with anybody. I know all the dads who are buddies with me listening to this know, yeah, I, I will definitely go deep on Reggie Jackson and why he was a failure in OKC and, and why ultimately he got rushed out of Detroit. And now he's having some success with the Clippers. Uh, I, I can do all that. I love that. I'm just not one of these guys. Like, I will have strong takes, but I'm not going to be a carnival barker. And there is a guy who's with the Dallas Mavericks front office who was something of a gambling carnival, carnival barker. And his name, and Rob G., correct me if I'm wrong, Harlebob Vulgaris? That sounds right. Although Mark Cuban just calls him Bob. So if you Bob. want to make it okay. easy, you yourself, know what? Just call That's awesome. Bob. We'll call him Bob. So I personally do not know a ton about this guy, or I did not know a ton about this guy. He was an NBA gambler. You know, I don't want to say he was, you know, the greatest NBA gambler, but he had an, apparently an amazing run. He was written about by a guest we had last week, Henry Abbott. Henry Abbott tweeted about this. I, I profiled this guy way back. He doesn't do a lot of interviews, but on social media, he built up this following by being. Hey, man, I know everything about the NBA. This is going to happen and this, these matchups and blah, blah, blah. He basically thought he knew everything and talked a big game. And maybe he backed it up gambling. Clearly, he was doing something right. I, again, I only have read about this guy. He's a prolific gambler. And again, when you say you're a prolific gambler, you know, it's like the guy who says, oh, I'm so honest. I'm the most honest guy. You can believe me. You can trust me. Like, that guy's full of shit. Um, I'm not saying that he is, I, obviously he was a success, successful gambler because Mark Cuban saw something and brought him into the Mavericks front office. And I'll never forget, I went to Mavs Lakers, one of the last games I saw before the pandemic. 
at Staples. And I'm that nerd who goes like two and a half hours before the game so I can go courtside and yuck it up with the couple guys that I know. And, you know, uh, oh, I saw this trainer. Hey, what's up? And then, you know, a player he trains comes over. He's, oh, yeah, this is Jason. He's on Fox Sports 1. And the player, like, gives me the side eye. I'm not going to say that that happened at one point with Lonzo Ball, but it might have. Um, and, and, and I go to this Mavericks game, and I'm watching Luka just in awe. He makes it look so easy. You know, guys are guarding him in the warm-ups. And this, I mean, it looks like I could guard that. And, and every shot's going in. It's incredible. And I see this guy who kind of puffs his chest out. And he's he's got the look of, I'm in control. I mean, you know, he had people around him. And I didn't know who it was. So I asked him, who, who's that guy over there? I, 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 he must be a big wig in the front office. Or, um, oh, that's Harlebob. He's the, the gambler that Mark Cuban brought in. And it's pretty clear the guy had some clout, no doubt, with the Mavs. Just the way he hang, hung out around the players and the coaching staff before the game. He was a person of interest. Like, I mean, you know, he's the analytics guy. I, I forget what the title is that he he got. But Mark Cuban essentially ran, hired him. Just, you know, it was an outside-the-box hire. And I love those. I love I love going different. Hell, I'm different, you know? What do you think people said when Fox Sports won? Hey, we're hiring that guy who ran the big lead.com. Like, what? What does that guy know about TV? Come on, get out of here. And you know, they made a chance, and uh, things are going well, I like to say. Um, and I think they do, too. At any rate, he apparently, Harlebob, a.k.a. Bob, has been ruffling feathers for the last three years. And this comes back to the Carnival Barker thing. It would be impossible for a guy like Elon Musk or one of these other like big-name guys who have a following online to do just run their mouth all the time, it would be difficult for them to take a job where they're not in control. So this guy, Bob, apparently quickly got into control in Dallas. And he's now being called the shadow GM. And there's a story in this athletic piece, which I highly recommend reading, about at the draft where everybody's doing it via Zoom. And then all of a sudden, they draft two guys that they what what do we do? Who drafted that? And it basically, Bob made the call. And that's who they drafted, Josh Green and the kid from Stanford, Tyler Terry. Um, and it was like, nobody knows what the process is, but this guy has Mark Cuban's ear. Well, Mark Cuban is, you know, new money, tech guy, right? Um, he's going to listen to an outsider. He's an outsider himself. Remember, Mark Cuban is a guy who tried to crack into Major League Baseball and be an owner. He's so new money and such a, a, a mouthy young guy that Major League Baseball said, we don't want you. You're not buying the Cubs. No, we're keeping you out of our club. And Mark Cuban got pissed, of course, um, which it's well within his right to do. But, like, that's the kind of guy Mark Cuban is. He's going to ruffle feathers. He's going to bring in a guy who may ruffle feathers. And now there's all this talk that, shit, Luca's about to sign his $200 million deal. And, oh, yeah, Bob, Mark Cuban's guy, his contract is up. And, Let's plant uh, now. This is where it gets interesting. Let's plant this story right when the guy's contract is up about how much of a prick he is and how Luca doesn't like him, and maybe we can get him run out of town. Now, Ma, Mark, uh, <laughs> Rob, Mark Cuban has you know dumped cold water on all this as he did uh, afterwards, saying it's bullshit. But he did end up giving a less it's bullshit statement to the Athletic before the story came out. Um, I don't know. This It feels like an unsettled situation in Dallas all of a sudden. It was like, oh, we've got Luka, the best player in the NBA. We haven't got out of the first round yet, but we've got our act together. 
oh, wait a minute, here's a bomb that there's massive front office disagreement and oh yeah, Luca hates this guy. What do you think the move is if you're Dallas? The move is what they were going to do even before the story came out is offer him the Supermax contract, which by all indications is he's going to take it. Even in that article, they met said he's going to take it. But you may have to, I'm not going to say fire the guy, but you may have to move into a different role. Well, that's, he's that, not going to take that. That's There's less, no way. That's these these guys with the big heads. Uh, well, sorry, go ahead. Well, I mean, that's that's going to be his fault, his problem then. I mean, as impressive as he may be, as smart as he may be, because apparently he was really killing it as a sports gambler before he got with the uh, the Mavs, if you read the, the features about him. But the present and future of the Dallas Mavericks is Luka Doncic. And kudos to him for deciding I'm going to have my cake, my $200 million Supermax contract, and I'm going to eat it too because I'm still going to hold your feet to the fire and make sure that you are doing right by me in the front office. He is not going to just idly buy, take this money and say, I'll be quiet and you know wait till the end of this contract before I really flex my muscles. He understands what he means to that franchise. He understands what he means to the NBA, and he's seen enough guys come before him and have shown us pretty clearly that these contracts don't mean a whole hell of a lot. Just because you have three years left on your deal doesn't mean you can't force your way out of town, James Harden. Just because you have two years left on a contract that you just extended in Oklahoma City that you can't force your way to the Clippers, Paul George. So he can get that $200 million Supermass contract and still for lack of a better word, hold the Mavericks ransom to ensure that they are making the right decisions up top. Now, now, Rob, you are a Lakers historian. You are familiar with this. I'm sure a lot, a lot of people are uh, either remember this or knew it. But Magic Johnson basically ran a coach out of L.A. early. You remember this story, Rob? I do. Okay. He was a young guy. He ran a coach out. They get, I think Pat Riley came in, right? That is correct. And the rest is history. I'm not saying Luka is magic yet, but it's pretty clear the NBA is a superstar league. Okay? What the superstars want, the superstars get. And I know that, you know, a lot of people are not going to like to hear this, but if Luka Doncic says, I don't like that guy, Bob, I don't want him here. He's, I feel a negative vibe from him, blah, blah, blah. He's got to be gone. I, and I know he's Mark Cuban's guy, and you, you're worried about giving your young star too much power. Obviously, you know, it, it, you do that, and it sets a precedent, right? Does it not? It's basically like, hey, Luca said he wanted that guy gone. He gone. Well, what if Luca says he wants Rick Carlisle gone the next year? Rick Carlisle did win a title with the Mavs. What if Luca says he wants, um, what's that guy, David Blatt, <laughs> the former Cavs coach, the European legend? What if he wants him? I. At what point do you, you know, basically kowtow to your star? Luca's 22 and he has not won a playoff series. This is going to be a lot more difficult than everybody thinks. It's not like, oh, you just fire the guy. Well, it, how does it make Mark Cuban feel? That, that all these guys in the front office hate this dude? And planted a story with multiple examples of him being a prick. I mean, I, I, I know, I, I think you got to get rid of him, don't you? 
I, I don't see how there's any way around it. If if Luca and your entire front office says we got this guy's got to go, and let's be real, uh, it's not like under Bob's stewardship they've done anything great. They haven't won a playoff series. Um, you know, uh, I I I think in hindsight the Seth Curry deal was probably a train wreck. Would you not agree with that? I mean, like I don't know how much power he's had, and if there's like a scorecard in the office of Dallas for who's screwed up and who's done great. But I don't. I, I, does this guy have a path to get him out of Porzingis? Like, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't get good vibes right now from the Mavs. And I have been champion number one, gassing up Luka Doncic. I think this is a problem. Mark Cuban's got to solve it. I don't think it's as easy as everybody thinks. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like... How much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I want to quickly wrap up the pod. You know, we haven't really talked about the Clippers in a couple days. You know, these frauds that I keep bashing. And oh, man. Oh, man. Not again. Jason going in on the paper clips. Well, they get lucky. Donovan Mitchell on a bum wheel last night. Doesn't play well early. Jazz are up uh, down by like 25 in a heartbeat. And Mitchell finishes with 37. Everybody's going to say, oh, he scored 37. He's fine. No, he's not fine. You watch that first quarter. Donovan Mitchell was not nearly 100%, and the game was over. Never got down to single digits. Mitchell, 9 of 26 shooting. Clarkson had an awful game. And Kawhi cashed for me over his point total, 29.5. Cha-ching. Clippers are going to probably win this series, right, Rob? I mean, Mike Conley still on a milk carton? Like, bro, how, how, I mean... How's the hamstring? James Harden. How's the hamstring? Where are these guys? It's the playoffs. It's so disappointing. Like the Jazz go up 2-0, and I know, I know, Jake, Jake, they went up 2-0 without Conley. Why can't they win? Well, if Mitchell's not 100% now, and Mitchell, by the way, just murdered the Clippers the first two games, and now he gets injured at the end of game three, he has to sit out and did not look good in the first quarter. It was 30-13 to after a quarter. That was a wrap, folks. I mean, they led by, I think it was 20 at halftime. Like, that was never a game. Now, I know the Jazz will come home and have the home court ad, uh, advantage for two of the final three, but I, I don't have a good feeling about the Jazz in this series. Unless Conley can come back. And, I mean, if he's still in street clothes, he's not even, like, warming up with the team. He ain't close. Like, how, how close could he be? So, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel good about the Jazz. And I will wrap up. I know uh, you guys love to send me the IG DMs um, as the audience of the podcast grows. By the way, I, I am kind of surprised we're still pulling big numbers here without the Lakers in the playoffs. Uh, I, so, you know, obviously the Lakers are, are a number one, one of the top draws in sports. Um, after the NFL, you know, Lakers are probably number one in American sports. I, Rob, is that, too, is that too hot of a take? I don't know. I mean, they have LeBron. No, I wouldn't say that's too hot of a take. Yeah, so I, I am appreciative of the DMs, and I know you guys are like, oh, Jay, who you got tonight? You know, come on. Uh, Bucks, Nets in Brooklyn. I'm not, I'm not backing Kevin Durant if he doesn't have his two wingmen. I, I don't see a—listen, I don't love in any way, shape, or form uh, this Bucks team. They got lucky in Game 3, and they pulled away in Game 4 after Kyrie went down. Uh, the line opened at 2. It's up to 4.5. Uh, I don't— I mean, the only way Brooklyn wins this is they try to grind it out, make it one of these 97, 95 games. Durant is going to get 30, maybe 35. Rob, I just don't know where the other points come from. Can you cobble together 50 points from Mike James, Blake Griffin, Joe Harris? By the way, Joe Harris is going to have zero airspace tonight. None. There's nobody to sag off. Double KD. Hug up on Joe Harris and say, we will give Bruce Brown all the open threes he wants. We will give Blake Griffin all the open threes he wants. Like there, I, I don't know what the path is to victory. And, and I, just, I just need to say this. Rob, I think it's cheap and unseemly how people are saying, hey, LeBron carried Jeff Green to the finals a few years ago in Cleveland. Why can't KD? Okay. LeBron and Kevin Durant are different players. LeBron is like Luka. Makes everyone else around him better. LeBron, by the way, a few years ago was only, what, 32? Coming off no major injuries? 
And oh yeah, Kevin Durant's 32 coming off an Achilles. He doesn't set everyone else up the way LeBron does. LeBron's vision makes LeBron is like Magic Johnson and KD's like Michael Jordan. Those are real comparisons. I'm not getting hot takey here. That's the reality. I mean, we get Katino Mobley on here and say Kevin Durant's a better scorer than Jordan. And LeBron's been forever compared to Magic. Like, that's who his, um, you know, equivalent is as a player. LeBron, of course, a much better scorer and athlete than Magic Johnson, no doubt. I'm not saying, um, I'm not comparing the two. I'm saying stylistically how they operate. Magic, LeBron, KD, Jordan. Well, remember, Michael Jordan didn't win jack shit until Scottie Pippen and Phil Jackson showed up and they instituted a system called the Triangle. Steve Nash is a rookie head coach. Who is showing up as Scottie Pippen in the rest of the series? Rob, the Bucs are winning the next two games unless Kyrie or James Harden shows up. Agree or disagree? I would agree with that, but I think you are short-selling the uh, the Nets a little bit. I think that you'll find out very quickly in Game 5 if the Nets have a chance because you'll see if the referees let P.J. Tucker, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton rough up KD the way they did in Game 4 because that's been a big talking point the last uh, 48 hours or so. Steve Nash going on the record as saying it didn't feel like basketball, like it wasn't basketball physicality. You know, guys on ESPN, FS1, all talking about how physical P.J. Tucker was and pointing to he was 3-for-12 shooting Kevin Durant was against P.J. Tucker in Game 4. If they come out in Game 5 and they get P.J. Tucker for a quick touch foul or something like that, I think you're going to see this game is a lot closer than people would expect. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you discrediting Bobby Portis? Yes. The known goon? From Chicago, who beat up a teammate? I think he fractured a teammate's face. It was like a European. Guy. Yeah, it was uh, Nikola Mirotic. Oh, by the way, Mirotic is like Mirotic. a six foot eight big big dude, and Bobby Portis just jacked him. Okay, Bobby Portis ain't quite the dog PJ Tucker is, but Bobby Portis, you don't want to trifle. He's not to be messed with. And I, I mean, I don't know that he's as good of a defender as thirty five year old PJ Tucker. Um, Bobby Portis, by the way, got some votes for a six man of the year. I think. Um, are you are you betting Nets here getting four and a half, or are you on the Bucks train? I mean, if I had to bet and put my money where my mouth is, I would still lean the Bucks because it's hard to bet in favor of a team with one star and a bunch of guys. But like I said, you'll see really early on how this game is going to play out. If they let them get physical with Kevin Durant, then everything that you talked about earlier is going to come to fruition. They're going to hug up on Joe Harris. They're going to dare... Blake Griffin to take guys off the dribble. They're going to dare Mike James to create and, and be a scorer as opposed to a facilitator. But if they call a touch foul on Ke- on P.J. Tucker early or or they decide that Kevin Durant's going to have his space to move around, then he single-handedly can score 40-plus points and uh, keep so them in w- it. So, okay, so where are the other points coming from? That's my only thing. I mean, it'll be a collective. If, if Kevin Durant is going off, Guys are going to have much more space than what you, you'd expect. Like, I know that Kevin Durant is the best scorer, I think, that I've seen maybe since Kobe, even before that. Ooh, um, okay. And that he could score from everywhere on the court. But for all of his greatness, I don't think Katie's ever scored more than, like, 55 in a game. I, I think something like that. I'll have to look it up here in a second. Um, but 
it's because he's so lethal from scoring all around the court is why he's such a great scorer. So if he gets it going during that game, especially early on, you'll see the court open up for the other guys where Blake Griffin give you 14. You know, Joe Harris, if he hits a couple of threes, he might end up with 13. You know, uh, uh, are you going to mention TLC? No, I'm not going to mention TLC. Karebo, um, Landry Shamet, um, Nicholas Claxton. I mean, there was some Nick Claxton hype on this podcast like three months ago. Um, By the I way, just, K- KD's it. career high, 54 points. Ooh, you almost nailed that. Um, yeah. I, 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 and and I if I told it. you that like in a, in a, was it give me the, the uh, over under 55 or 54 and a half, I promise you, you probably would have took the over. I mean, Steph Curry has, must have at least 10 more, 10 games with over that. I don't know about all that. I think even he his might, might. career high might only be like 60. Which, I mean, it's like only 60, but it's like you'd expect guys who can fill it up that quickly from damn near anywhere, you'd expect them to be the ones who are 64, 65, 68. That's a fair point. And, uh, you know, they're not. Huh. Uh, well, I, I also, I forgot to add, I need to, um, I, I was going to take this sh- big shot at Rudy Gobert, how everybody's saying, oh, Rudy Gobert, he's a, he's a best player, most important player on the Jazz. Um, there was a moment in the third quarter, like he had played 17 minutes in the game and had not attempted a shot. <laughs> this guy. The stifle tower, Rudy Gobert. I mean, come on. Like, Rob, he's not the best player on their team. He, he never was. Uh, I, I'll say this, though. I am nervous for how angry Donovan Mitchell's going to be if they don't come through. Like, he's at the stage in his career where he's like, we can't get out of the second round when we're up to nothing with home court advantage. Like, everybody I have gets hurt. Like, I mean, at some point, Donovan Mitchell is probably going to have have one of these like, hey, D Wade, you're an, you're a part owner now. Yeah, get me some help now, or I'm asking out of here. I mean, it's got we got to get close to that, right? They better win this damn series, the Jazz. Uh, I don't think they will, but uh, well, anyway, uh, so much of ahead. it depends on Kawhi Leonard. I mean, he he not talked about much because the you know the the Clippers won going away there in the last minute and a half, but. Kawhi very quietly subbed himself out with about four and a half minutes left in that game and never came back. And I know after he, afterwards, he banged uh, knees with what's yeah, his name, right? with uh, Joe Ingles, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the TNT people asked him about it and they said, "Hey, you're gonna be ready." He said, "I'll be ready to go in Game five. And I'm not saying that he's not gonna play. I think he is gonna play. Yeah, I mean, he played even after he banged knees and he played a couple more minutes. But if he's limited in any kind of way, the same way that Donovan Mitchell looks limited right now. You mean to tell me that you're you're feeling super confident if you're a Clipper fan right now? Still got Paul George, bro. What are you worried about? <laughs> um, all right, uh, real quick, I, well, correction from earlier: the big soccer match today that you need to keep it locked for France Germany. That those are two titans of the soccer world. Um, Rob G, will you be watching? Absolutely not. Come on, man, get into soccer. I only watch the World Cup. That's it. That's in all honesty. Mm. Also, a programming note for anybody who's listened to all 35, 40 minutes of this podcast. Uh, I will be hosting the Dan Patrick Show on Friday. Oh, I know you're excited. I know you are excited. All right, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. 
Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.